0: Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Saturday, December 16th, and today we are airing the second part of my interview with Josh Brown. Josh is the co-host with his partner, Michael Batnick, of The Compound and Friends. It's a fabulous, fun, investing podcast. And when I appeared on that podcast to talk about my book, The Great Money Reset, I just thought these guys were amazing. So from that first time that I appeared on their podcast, which was March of this year, I think I misspoke when I was doing the interview and I said March of 2022 because I was a little nervous. Anyway, um, from that moment in March, I just knew these guys were special. I wanted to try to do something with them. And so months later, we are now launching the Jill on Money video series, Jill on Money powered by The Compound. And it is cool. And it's going to be dropping every Saturday on YouTube. You can get a link to it on our website, JillOnMoney.com. Or if you're on YouTube, just search for The Compound and we're a separate playlist Just there, Jill on Money. Okay, so in this second part of the interview with Josh Brown, we're going to talk about how we came up with the concept and what is going to happen in the future. So it's very exciting. This is my interview with downtown Josh Brown, and we're explaining Jill on Money powered by The Compound.
1: Why don't we tell people, it's your show, but why don't we tell people what your goal is? Just in all the years you've been broadcasting, all of the fans that you've touched and helped and all of the information you've delivered, what do you want the Jill on Money audience to get, not just out of joining forces with us, but just in general, tell you know, us a little look, bit about your mission.
0: I mean, look, the, the bottom line for me has always been that I try to take complicated and emotional topics and make them relatable to people. So, yeah. you know, I'm your sassy aunt, I'm your sassy sister, I'm your sassy daughter. I'm the nice Upper West Side lesbian Jewess who will help get you, guide you. Right. Uh, and, and, Which
1: but, most people don't have one of those. I,
0: I mean, everyone needs one, right. obviously. Right. Right. And, and to me, I think that we are so crazy about money and we're so crazy about our decision making when it comes to anything financial that i want to give people the space to just say like i get it we are all crazy yeah. and the world is more than just your investments and you know when i wrote the book the reset book it was really about my conversations with real people who are really struggling with big decisions in their lives so what i hope to do is i basically say come on tell me what's going on what's bothering you what is uh, what's the conflict between you and your spouse. What are you having a problem with with mom? How are you trying to manage this? Uh, you're young, you're starting your career, you hate it. What should you do differently? How do you make changes in your life? Making sure that you don't blow up your financial at part of it or how do you use the money you've accumulated to get you to a different place? And maybe it's just you need a pat on the shoulder. Maybe you just need a hug. And maybe it's just something crazy. You know, we've had I have to say in the last year, we've had some pretty intense conversations, people who have like end stage diagnosis and, or come on and, and, you know, they'll say like, you know, listen, I'm going to die in a year. I need to take care of stuff. And I said, you know, like I could cry and I could do that, but that's not what you need right now. And they're like, yeah, right. I need like advice. Like yeah, that's they have that's people
1: doing that already in their yeah. life. Right? Yeah.
0: And so, um, I think that What we're hoping to do is a space where we just have a repository to kind of take your emotion in and hold you a little bit and listen to what you need to do. And if you're an engineer, we'll tell you exactly what to do so you stop analyzing it. If you're somebody who says, quote, unquote, I'm bad with money, I think it's baloney. You're probably not bad with money. You're probably just stuck emotionally with something. And we're going to kind of peel this away and get you where you need to go.
1: So I think you do such a great job with that. And whenever I listen to you, it's a a calming – It's always entertaining, but it's like also calming. It's like, all right, so this is not a hedge fund manager. This is not a chief strategist at Morgan Stanley. This is like a regular person who has an expertise, who is talking to regular people. One of the things that we really have not done on the compound up until now is have a lot of conversations with regular people. We take their questions, uh, and, and Ben Carlson does a really great personal finance show with Duncan each week. Um, but we have not had live conversations with regular folks, and you do that uh, every week, every day of the week, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's going to be a really interesting dynamic to bring to the channel I'm so excited about. The other thing that you do, Jill, every week there's news. Some of the news highly pertains to people, like new tax law, etc. And some of the news might pertain to people or might not, and people don't know. So I think one of the things that you bring to the table that I'm also really excited about is, all right, this just happened. Your friends are talking about it. Your parents are asking you questions about it. Your children are asking you, questions. what does it mean? How much attention do you need to pay to it? And when you do those breakdowns for people, even if it's not all the time, that's extremely valuable. Uh, because it's coming from a really genuine place. And I know our audience is going to love that. Okay, so. rapid
0: fire with you. What do you think are the three most important economic reports that people need to pay attention to? Like the vast majority normal people. What do they need to well, think important
1: about? Important for what? For them to understand just, what's going on? Yeah,
0: just like a like baseline economy.
1: I think S&P 500, uh, year to date returned. Mm-hmm. Everyone should have a rough idea how the stock market is doing. Mm-hmm. I think unemployment very simply headline unemployment. It doesn't change all that rapidly. It, it's 3.8%, then it's 37 then it's 39 But that, you should just be aware and you don't need to know all the sub indices of that. Mm-hmm. Just headline, like what's going on with the employment situation. Mm-hmm. And then maybe the last one would be University of Michigan consumer confidence.
0: Do we believe that though? Because isn't it strange? Otherwise known
1: as the Ann Arbor Housewives uh, Survey. Oh, I is like what, that because what Wall we, Street guys refer to. But, it. but you know <laughs> what I
0: find odd about this? Um, all the confidence surveys, even everything now, it's like I feel terrible. I feel terrible, yeah. and yet everyone's spending. Yeah. So it doesn't seem to me like yeah. I don't think
1: it's predictive of anything. Yeah. it's the national mood. Yeah. So it's highly it's it's highly dependent on. Uh, Prices, inflation, disinflation, highly dependent on what goes on with employment, highly dependent on political stuff. But it's just like an all-encapsulating way to have a sense of what the common person is feeling. It does not predict what your investments are going to do. Anyone using it that way is going to be very disappointed. Nerdiest data point that you watch. Uh, Nerdiest data point, economic data point? Mm Mm-hmm. That's a really good question. I I think uh I think I don't I think I watch everything. I just don't put a ton of um credence into anything particular. Maybe monthly retail sales mm. is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh maybe oh, maybe JOLTS survey. Used to be good. Yeah.
0: Now I'm like hmm.
1: Well, it's I don't I don't believe in it's a the amount late. of available it, jobs, but I, I do the quit was, rate is interesting.
0: Yeah, but it's a we, a month behind the labor department information, which always freaks me out a
1: little. Oh, lot. uh K 20 City Housing just like yeah. broadly speaking, I want to know like what's going on in the housing market. Again, it's not predictive of anything in the stock market. There's no usefulness in my career of that. Yeah. It's just good to be aware.
0: Um nerdiest for me of course is I think the irs.gov website is unbelievable. What do you like
1: what do you like to get First from of that? all,
0: they have it's a searchable it is beautifully searchable. There's so much information there about everything. Yes. And like to me, like when I need to say like, well, like, what do I need to know that's going to really impact people? Yeah. Taxes. That really is actually pretty important. Like, like what? Like Well, like, you know, whatever. The standard deduction is going up. The brackets are changing. The rule about uh, gig workers is not going into effect about, like, what you have to claim for a 1099. Like, like these real-life things that actually matter. Also, they send out great alerts when there's bad crap happening in the world. I- when
1: you get an alert from the IRS, even if it's like – Hey, uh, please report on this. Merry Christmas and happy Hanukkah from the IRS. Like you, you don't get like, you don't jump. I don't don't anymore. I used to, I used to,
0: I used to. But I think that that's like, an. I think that the, whenever we talk about like shutting the government down, the part that always freaks me out is like, Hey, you know what? Like that means all my data's gone. That's not good. I know. But you know, but it
1: feels like. Google, Google and Amazon are yeah. hanging on to your data yeah, no exactly. matter, no yeah, matter yeah, what goes yeah. on in the government. But I
0: mean like having <laughs> economic data that, that is trackable. Um, OK. Uh, if you had to choose one streaming service that you would have to keep for the rest of your life and all others are going away, you cannot have anything else. What do you choose?
1: I think Netflix and Max are neck and neck. Netflix has the quantity um, and a ton of movies. Um, but Max has the highest quality. Like, the best shows I've ever watched, almost all of them are HBO shows. Okay. So it would be a tough choice between those two. I, I so have you're it. not I, putting
0: Paramount Plus on there.
1: LOL. <laughs> I, I, no, I have it. I ha, I don't have Paramount. I have Hulu and Apple and all those. But, like, if they went away, I might miss a show or two. Like, oh, I used to watch Severance on Apple TV. Yeah. Um, Amazon Prime, I could care less. Like – those are the really the two that I think have the most of my attention.
0: Now that the SAG-AFTRA strike is over and you got Thank your five dollar and twenty six cent twenty one yeah. cent check,
1: uh, I am a working actor uh, in the Screen Actors Guild. Yes, I don't know if you and know what know that. was that for? I I did uh, I played myself on Billions in two episodes. Oh, you did? Yeah,
0: that's exciting.
1: So, is my most challenging role, Jill? All right.
0: <laughs> You, and yet, you've studied really your whole to life get for inside it.
1: Inside the head of the character. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's and, great. Uh,
1: but I, you know, it, how was that experience takes. for you? It was, it was super dope. Like I, I first of all,
0: FYI, the difference between me and Josh is that he'll use the word dope. Yeah, yeah, in that way, I, I will well. never use that.
1: Well, as a member of the hip hop community, yes, it, you are. It's almost secondhand. Yeah. I, so I got to do, I got to play myself in a scene in season four of Billions. Which uh, is produced by David Levine and Brian Koppelman. Most people before Billions knew them for Rounders, mm-hmm. which was one of my favorite movies ever made. Still is. Still holds up. Kay. That movie comes on. I defy you to turn it off. Okay. You cannot. Uh, anyway, I was a technical advisor to Billions from season four through the end, uh, season seven, which just ended. And uh, they needed a scene where Bobby is on CNBC. Mm-hmm. Who better? Uh, so I grabbed Scott Wapner. We actually filmed it at the NASDAQ market site on Martin Luther King Day. So the mar- stock market is closed. Yeah. So we were able to get a weekday at the NASDAQ in like January of 20, I don't know, 18 or 19. Um, but that was a really cool experience because Damian Lewis was in the scene with us. Yeah. And he's like one of the greatest television actors I've ever seen. Um, so just like watching his process, he doesn't use a script. He has sides, like with the lines. Yeah. They're nowhere near him. Really? He just like comes out and like does it like four, five, six times. And each time he does it, it's a little bit more Bobby Axelrod, like a little bit more swagger. And then by the sixth time he's doing the line, it's Bobby Axelrod. It's am- And by the way... He has an English accent in real life. Yeah, yeah, of course. No choice of it.
0: He's classically trained, right? He's amazing. He's an amazing guy. That's so awesome. So So, I'm glad that you keep getting these residuals, which is terrific. What are you going to rewatch in the next Actors Strike?
1: (laughs) Right. Uh, You know what? There's a lot of stuff I missed. Do you know that I never saw a single episode of Mad Men? What? I don't know what happened. It it, just— That's— I, it's one of those things where it just like came on and people were talking about it and I was like one day and then the world moved Changed. on. I had kids. But like that's hanging out there for me. That's a yeah, like low hanging fruit. That's good. So that's I'll a good get one. to that.
0: Okay, if you would like to join us as a video guest on Jill on Money powered by The Compound, just go to jillonmoney.com and click the contact us button. But if you're just really into the spoken word, we're here for you on this show. We love it. This is the program that really powers all of the conversations that have been created and we are so delighted and grateful that you listen every single day. So don't forget, jillonmoney.com, that's where you get all of our information. It's also where you can click the contact us button and Mark does everything else. All right, don't forget to do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow.